This is the Living Room Chronicles Podcast. This is the Living Room Chronicles Podcast. Alright, I'm good. I think. Kinda. All right. Well, welcome to the fucking Living Room Chronicles, guys. Um, I'm introducing us early. Bibbin, get off your phone. How about I'm looking that? looking up this shit on Twitter, motherfucker. <laughs> well, well, dude, that, language. 1% better for Kev. That, sorry, sorry, Dad. That's Bibbin, and uh, that's Spencer over there. What's going on? Follow us on Instagram, at TLRCpod, and follow us on Twitter. Um, sometimes we tweet. We're going to be tweeting out a new link that you can leave voice messages to actually interact with the show. So if there's anything you want us to talk about, um, check out our Twitter at TLRC pod and click the link and you can either type in or leave a message via voice to let us know what you want to talk about. So, or make fun of Bibbin. Yeah, we're upgrading it. So, or if you no, want to do some don't... Brown's therapy, if you want to call, if you want to call the line and give, do some Brown's venting therapy, we'll uh, try and figure out how to play you on, on the episode. So, do if that. If you want to get smoked, I'll cut a promo on you right back if you fucking slander my good name. <laughs> All right. So if you're listening and you want to talk shit to Bibbin, it's you've heard it here. He's ready to go uh, Randy Orton on you. Out of nowhere, motherfucker. The fucking Sorry, rattlesnake. Yeah. <laughs> did you see? No, he's, did you he's see? He's not the rattlesnake. He's the viper. Oh, okay. So Stone Cold is the rattlesnake. I was gonna snake. God say, damn it! Don't see, you disrespect Stone did Cold? Did you see fucking? Did Stone I see? Cold? Do you really need to ask me this? Yes, of course I saw him. It's because they were at Madison Square Garden. I think Vince is trying to get back in the good favors because MSG let another promotion run a show there, which is was the first time that's happened in like thirty years. Wow. Well, because every time they go to New York or something, they have a big show, they do it at the Barclays Center now. Really? Yeah. Uh-oh. MSG. And they've but... only done, like, live shows at MSG. Well, this may be ignorant or arrogant. I don't know. But when it comes down to it, I feel like there's just some nostalgia around it. But I feel like the Barclays Center is probably, like, a thousand times better. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot. Like, amenities-wise but like, dude, but everything forever, like that. that's been, like, that's been wwe's well no i, like, I understand that venue. Like, but i'm yeah. just saying like, that's when, their home court when it comes to madison square garden all i think about is like the mecca of basketball i don't think of oh i need to go there for a show i think of oh i'd like to go there for a basketball game but that's it i don't know i'd probably go see like a concert there i'm sure i've never even there. been to new york city ever really so, yeah. i was there once it's for really busy four hours there's a yeah, lot you of drove fucking there people. in the middle of the night didn't you yeah it's. I mean, it's cool to experience. <laughs> like time being in Times Square is cool, but like just casually pass that by. You get like, dude, like you, Ralph, in Times Square, you would just like get so annoyed so fast with like how many people. Like it just makes your head spin. Yeah, one hundred percent. You would look around and like there's just everything's constantly moving. I'd yeah, probably yeah. get upset. You would just get upset at people just, like, cutting you off constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and not to mention, like, I was going to say, you hate traffic. Like, the yeah. subway's nothing special. Dude, I can barely deal with Cleveland. Like, there was an overturned, like, gas tanker last night. <laughs> and, dude, I was like, I was like, fuck, I can't deal with traffic. Like, there was a line for that. I went to the Taste of the Browns last night, and there was a line for that. How was it? What is that? It was cool. They it was, like, like, the top, like, top 50 restaurants in the th- – 
in the city all bring like a little like finger food sampler and then there's a bunch of different wineries there and then Where was it's this like at? a charity auction and it's, like the, the it's at the stadium so yeah, like oh dope yeah. off the like behind the dog pound they have like um little banquet room or whatever mm-hmm. it's called and josh cribs was there Jarvis landry was there for a little bit didn't some of the players like help out make the food or no no i, I didn't see it? any players I'm, there like, i must serving be thinking food. of some other event but it was good i mean there were some great dishes there to eat a lot of the some of the stuff was cold because we like i waited because the line was so long to start with i can I only like, imagine yeah i was like fuck this dude like yeah. i'm going i went to nuevo on the water and then waited it was good it's cool. It's like people go there thinking it's going to be like American Mexican and it's like no, authentic it's like, Mexican food. And I wouldn't say authentic. It, it's, it's like, like, like tacos al carbon. It's like no, Tex-Mex. Yeah, it's oh, kind of like it. Mod Mex. Like tacos al carbon. <laughs> no, it's got um. <laughs> no, it's got it's good. Like that's where I took Carly before oh, I, I proposed to her. Really? Yeah. Ooh. We've to- I've told that story. Yeah, yeah I just that's how I remembered. Yeah. I didn't put two and two together that that was the place. Yeah. Yeah. It's good though. They like make their own. They house make their chips there. Like yeah, got the their... guac was really good. Uh, did you get the jalapeno jelly guac? Yeah, I, it's very. Good. I heard I messed up that we didn't order that because mm-hmm. I everybody says it's fantastic. Yeah, it's one of Kate's favorites for sure. Yeah, that so shit was good. I think me and Carly have to go back just for that. Yeah, that was a good time. So we went there and um, just the Uber experiences are like normally I'm the guy who drives a little more buzz than he should. But I've recently been taking Ubers and they're expensive as dick because yeah. I live really far from yeah. Cleveland. I finally yes. admitted it. So it's I'm like, move, Ralph. I'm like, fuck, like these $40 Ubers are not the move. So um, Dude, I... Like- I'm sorry to cut you off. I could imagine if you Ubered downtown on Sunday. Yeah, Ubering home. I split Joe the D fare. sent a screenshot from Lyft at probably like seven thirty eight in the morning, and it was one hundred and fourteen dollars. Yeah. From wait, where? From his new place in what's that, North Olmsted? Yeah. From his place to downtown, like me, it was one hundred and fourteen dollars. Yeah, North Olmsted is a, is kind of a hike. What? Not no, he lives like right off of the highway, off of ninety, off of Clegg. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's not like in the city. He's like yeah. On I'm the like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's pretty close to the highway, but he's still like a half hour out. Damn, that's crazy. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, really. Like, at least the same distance Twinsburg is to the city is North Olmsted to the city, just on the west side. You think uh, it would really like be like that? You're thinking every about. single week, though. I don't. I mean, maybe for the Sunday night football game. I don't know. But I don't think it'll be like that for the entire. I just think it was so hyped up because it was the first week. Dude, weekend. that's what I'm saying. Like we got busy after like yeah. the Browns game started, dude, and we never do. Dude, when I drove past the Muni lot and text you guys at like six o'clock, I I laughed first and foremost. But then at that point, I realized that it was going to be an absolute madhouse the next well, dude, morning. Think about. Um, I mean, we can go back to what we were talking about, but just think about the one year that we went, like when the Browns weren't even that good, and we got up at fucking 4.30 to get in line there. Yeah, but dude, I mean, that's getting up at 4.30 in the morning. There was people there at like 6 o'clock at, in the morning. They were there or, the night before. What yeah. does it say, 20 minutes? 24 minutes, you bitch. Oh, okay, whatever, fuck off. One <laughs> percent better for Kev. It's like literally the. It's like literally the same exact distance. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, back to what we were talking about. But yeah, so I texted thanks to Spen- Shout out to Spencer. He saved our whole tailgate. So yeah. we 
to, so my sister, after I texted her, like, laughing, saying that Spencer drove by and saw it, she was like, who are your sources? Like, how did you find that out? And, like, next thing I know, they're in line at, like, 9 p.m. And they were in, like, section E. That's where like, we were when we had our tailgate was there's we like section E. Yeah, it's like further back. It's Joe not necessarily to, No, up. that was for the Monday night game we were uh, further back. No, uh, I think we were in G actually. We were in G3. Cuz we so cuz I, I think remember it only goes to like No, it goes to I'm trying to think I just, I drive I think past it goes it to like day. L or something. I don't all I know yeah. is that when we were down there cuz when I had my Wrangler and we had that big tailgate where everyone was there. Dude, we were up pretty far, but I think that was like there was a lot of people in front of us when we went, but I just I remember I kept telling you just like dude, fuck it, just keep going forward, keep yeah. going forward and we just found a spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the people who were in line said that there was people jumping the fence and shit to yeah. like yeah, to, save spots. to go save spots. Yeah, of course. That's like what my from my cousin's bachelor party the one year we did it. Mm-hmm. That's what he told us to do. Yeah, and they were closed. That like before my cousin got the, his van and like they closed off the gate and he like went to the dude. He's like, dude, it's my bachelor party. My friends are in there. I have a spot. Just like let me come in. He had to like back in through the exit just to get in. Yeah, that's wild. I'll that never is forget nice. that though, but, dude. I never want to be the guy who drives there though. Like, dude, it was fun. It, it was really sober, was dude. Like, it was fun. Well, no, I mean, there's plenty of time if you're going to the game to yeah. sober up. If you're drinking in the yeah. morning. Yeah, if I ever go to a Browns game and I'm driving, I won't drink from Bro, like the end of the third quarter. That fucking walk Solid up the minutes. hill for after a loss yeah, in so the worse. mob of drunk people <clears throat> to the Uber, waiting for the surcharge to go down, that shit's enough to make you want to punch yourself in the fucking dick. That, see, I that right there is the reason why I drive. Like, literally, the, you describe the reason why I don't mind driving to a tailgate, even in parking in the muni lot and just yeah. waiting, because I'm at least with my friends or in my the sanctity of my own vehicle. I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about droves of drunk people and depressed Cleveland fans around me. Yeah, it's so sad, but to the game, and I finally want to fucking sound off on this shit. I was so drunk talking. Like, I wasn't really that <laughs> Yeah, you were. Dude, but you I was, were I was just mad on Sunday. I was fired up. How can you not be? We got <laughs> no, the absolutely. shit beat out of us on every aspect of the game it was so bad so bad we looked awful like i said after the after we missed that extra point the rest of the game was a fucking joke oh see that's what so these guys in front of me got mad because i i was like i was like don't miss this kick you fucking kicker and he did (laughs) and the guy jinxed it yeah i jinxed the whole game dude ruined the whole fucking thing dude yeah i go downstairs to take a break right at one o'clock, and I'm like, oh, perfect. I see the opening drive. I'm like, dude, this is gonna be cake. They look so good. And then I'm like, keep getting updates. Like, I'm like, oh man, like they haven't scored again. Like, I'm like, okay, like they let a field go up. Okay, they let a touch. I'm like, all right, you know, we're only down three at one they? point. Yeah, or what four. Were they down at half. <clears throat> Who knows? But going. Anyways, but I'm just like two to six. But yeah, then I started going out and like watching a little from the, like by the bar at work, and I'm like, all right, man, they're not playing very well. Well, after Njoku scored, I literally was like, okay, we're fine. Like, yeah, we're still down. Oh, yeah. We're down eight at that point. But I was like, we'll be fine. There's, I think it was nine nine minutes left in the um third quarter at this point or something like yeah. that. I was like, we got the entire fourth quarter. We're straight. And then Baker happened. And I don't know what that was so no. uncharacteristic. And then Derek, literally, the oh play yeah, Derrick Henry, then Baker, yeah. Fucking yeah, the play after. Yeah, that Njoku means a, scored that means a freight seventy-five train. yards to the house on a screen. That 
looked like it happened in slow motion. That was like the last part of the game I paid paid attention to. I like got up and like went and like met somebody in the stadium for a drink after that. Yeah. Because after that, number one, if they they called clipping earlier in the game on one of our screen plays and no, the they same blindside block. Yeah, on Greg the Robinson. same exact block fucking happened to the guy on Derrick Henry's play. The corner got clipped and fucking was the only guy over there to tackle him, and then Derrick Henry just took it to the house. I'm like, dude, we have, like, the fastest guy in the league in Denzel Ward, and why the fuck isn't he catching him? Derrick Henry's not that fast. Well, the, he just uh, walked away from everybody on the field. It was so pathetic, dude. Yeah, and then Baker threw, what, three interceptions? Yeah. and yeah. Should have been four on the Greg very Rob- first throw. Greg Robinson kicked that dude in the yeah, fucking head. Yeah, on the head, like – yeah, that it also you can't win when you have 150 yards and penalties. I think it's 198. Was it at yeah. the end of the day? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You can't win when you're on your third string right yeah. tackle. Well, Joe Thomas and on them on the Tomahawk podcast were basically saying for every hundred yards and penalties, you can as- safely give them a, a touchdown. Yeah, you know, essentially. Really? I mean, every well, you figure 100 yeah. yards from when so. I started listening exactly. after work to. When I got home and started watching it, it seemed like every like positive play we had, it was all there was always a flag. Yeah, there was. Essentially. And I like I was talking to Junior about it. I'm like, once once you get like called early in the games, like for holding and sh- little mm-hmm. shit like that, refs start looking for it every fucking play, and they're more and more likely to notice it when you're doing or it. feel guilty about like kind of like turning the other eye. Yeah. Like, if I were a ref, like, subconsciously, if it didn't affect the game, in my eyes, I'd be like, all right, that didn't happen. Like, Yeah. Or the pass interference on OBJ. I didn't see that. Oh, my God. The corner took a, like, 10-foot spill after OBJ just turned on a corner. Run. Yeah, and they called, like, a, a pass interference on him. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, the I think it was Malcolm Butler, actually. He turned around and basically, like, threw his arms up to the referee. Like, didn't even continue to... Uh, play the uh, the ball or anything like that. Just basically gave up and turned around, threw his arms up, then got a flag. But it's unreal. Like it was super unfortunate. I mean, and then and then just OBJ wearing that watch had me sounding off so hard. That's crazy. Yeah, but the, the but he plans on like Rafael Nadal. Flat out, I'm gonna wear it again. Yeah, Rafael Nadal wear wore it in his game. It's because he's getting but paid that's to wear fucking it. tennis. He's getting paid to wear it, and they're literally paying his fine to yeah. the NFL. That's why he said, I'm going to continue to wear it. They're, well, s- they're half a million dollar watches. They don't yeah. give a shit about the NFL's $25,000 fine. Yeah, I've seen anywhere from 190 to 350 It's like written into his contract, like 16 games at yeah. twenty five grand. you get paid for. Like, And um, also, Rafael Nadal's watch was $850,000. Like, what? Yeah, it was like a different version, almost looked yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, I'm it was like you, some, half a million dollars. Yeah, some Richard, Richard gonna, Milley. Some ref is going to tell him, like, you can't, you're not allowed on the field until you take that off. I mean, that's, I think, what it's eventually going to get it's, to. That's what but, it's going to boil down to. Goodell yeah. is going to tell them, like, don't let him play until he has it off. But I think then at that point he's going to argue, you know, okay, if that's, a, if that's what you want to do, already, then take out all jewelry. I was, yeah, well, no, that's what um I saw Rappaport tweeted that, the rule is like no hard jewelry, but it doesn't say anything about necklaces. Because you saw last night on Monday Night Football, Kamara had that big ass yeah. fucking and he had chain. and he had the grills in. Yeah, well, he always wears his grill. I think that's like a mouth guard though. No, no it's, it, it was a custom VVS mm-hmm. stone grill. 
And yeah. Bibbs, you just went engagement ring shopping. You understand the price of a VVS diamond. Dude, and he had like probably like a million dollars. Not I I overpriced jewelry in my head because rappers think it's so sweet. Like that grill probably only cost well, ten grand. Well, dude, you look at it and but you're only, like only ten grand. Yeah, you look at it and you're like, Holy shit, that's covered in diamonds and then mm-hmm. like you read the price tag and I mean it's still a lot to you and I, but yeah. to them they're like, Okay, thirty five thousand for a watch that's covered in diamonds. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'll take it. Yeah. That's so. yeah. You and I look at it, we're like, dude, that's got to be worth 100K. Dude, <laughs> like, I'd go to a jeweler and be like, yo, low-key, bro, just make me a fake one that looks just as dope. I don't give a you fuck. A, you I'll ever want to have it. a good time? <laughs> you ever want to have a good time? Huh? Seriously, just go to a jewelry or go to a jeweler spot mm-hmm. and just tell them you're shopping for an engagement ring, even if you're not. Yeah. And they will treat you like royalty. You'll get the full rundown, champagne, beer, whatever you want. And then you basically just tell them that you're not in a position to buy right now. You're just obviously looking. And, dude, you'll truly understand, like, the value of a diamond then. And mm-hmm. you're just like, goddamn. Yeah. Dude, so, like, I couldn't even picture that. Like, I can barely even fathom, like, like I'm starting – I'm getting mad at myself because I'm starting to spend money, like, going – like, if I have a few days where I, like, eat food out somewhere a few times – I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Like going to the Browns game where it was like fucking 50 bucks to get home in the Uber. I split it with my brother-in-law, so it was really like a $100 Uber. We had to wait like an hour and 45 minutes, dude. I was raging by the time I got home. You wait an hour for it? Yeah. That and, sucked. Yeah, it was an hour after game time because initially it was like 110 bucks to get home just for the ride, and then you tip, and you're at like 130 Dude, I feel like a dickhead saying this now, but, dude, you should have just texted me. Yeah. Because I would have literally come downtown and just picked your family I up. I was trying to get Kate to do it. I was, I was like, yo, yeah. you want to get some money? Like, I'll oh, I, w- yeah, I was like, at me home. And my brother will give you 50 bucks to come get us yeah. i was at home i'd be like dude just throw me money for gas i'll come get you mm-hmm. yeah dude that's the thing i should have texted you because i was thinking i was about then to come to your restaurant like, i was like you know what oh that would have been dope yeah well I've, i'm gone i might come then. oh damn it unless you come <laughs> in there drunk as shit one game unless you come for Where's Bevin? <laughs> dude one of the away games me and spencer should come to get breakfast there and just I'm watch down. the game can, is there TVs in that motherfucker? Yeah, you just got to sit at the bar. All right. Uh, I'm down. Let's go. I mean, we don't yeah. do that, but like the Browns buffet. Can you come out and talk to us? Wait, do you, you guys do like As long as it's not busy, I can come out and say what's Do you guys up? do like bottomless mimosas? No, I don't. Th- we have build your own mimosa and Can Bloody we use Mary your bar. discount? Uh, I can see if I can work my magic and get you a discount. All, All right. right. Can That's we get back to bashing the Browns? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked <laughs> by food. So we have the Jets on Monday night, and honestly, a lot of people, it's a doomsday scenario if we lose that game. For both squads. Doomsday. I think, honestly, I think that the Browns are going to come out a completely different team. I hope I so, man. I think that the penalties are going to get cut out because that's, like, it's so that's fixable. Most penalties since 1951. But what scares me about those penalties is that is, like, a microcosm of a bad coach team. Yes. In my experience, if you're not coached well and you're not disciplined. Mm, I was going to say, n- maybe not coaching, more ill-disciplined. But what the ill-discipline comes from is from the coaches on the staff being underneath Freddie Kitchens and him not having his foot on their throats to be like, hey, coach your guys not to hold, coach your guys not to do this. It's like an experience thing. And it could be a microcosm of the coaching because if, co- if Freddie's just not capable of being a coach, then we'll see it really fast. But – well, one thing—if we have another game like that, he's the only person to blame. Yeah, I really think that they're not. I they're they have too many 
veterans. And two, such because I think most of the penalties were on the offense, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they were and mostly think, a majority holding. Yeah, and I think that they have too many like a mix of rookies and veterans on that offensive line that know better or could show like teach the rookies better or yeah. the younger guys. So is, how think, long is what's his face suspended for? Who? That's what I was gonna say. Greg like Robinson? when, yeah, mm-hmm. when it comes down to I it, I didn't see if he got suspended. When it comes down to it, Monday night, that's that's the whole thing because if Greg Robinson's gone, I mean, his replacement got hurt four plays later. Yeah. The one thing I will then say is that we did have Austin Corbett who is inactive. We had another guy that we traded, I think, from the Bills. Uh, mm-hmm. The the lineman yep. we got from the Bills. So they were both inactive last week. So we had our last five guys play this straight up the last forty seven straight mm-hmm. snaps. So if they can bring it was like some, a nightmare scenario for exactly. our line. If they could bring some sort of continuity to the offensive line where it just gives Baker two more seconds, one more second, I think they will walk out with a win. But dude, I noticed on Sunday and I don't know if you saw it too. I felt like Baker was holding on to the ball a lot yeah. longer. I was just yep. about to say that, dude. A like, lot longer I than def- he should have. I didn't but get that's to watch because a he lot. was in third and long the whole game. Yeah, and yeah, you could I see think... when he tried to step up, the pocket mm-hmm. collapsed on he him He was like looking a for the deep down the field passes, and they were just taking that away from him. Yeah. And, like, the first drive, he was in the pocket, like, quickly executing, quick release. And I was just going to say that, that Pro Football Focus said that the five sacks that were let go on him really weren't, like, bad beats. Like, the O-lineman didn't lose. Like, Baker just didn't get rid of the ball. Yeah. No, and like, there were he times... had sufficient time compared to the NFL average to get a, get rid of the ball. Yeah. There were times that I saw that he could – he definitely could have – I mean, I know, like you said, he was on the third and longs a lot, but I he could have ran and taken off for mm-hmm. at least a few yards. So and, yeah. and something else that's kind of alarming to me is – He's trying to play hero ball. Well, that – and I think – I think he's kind of buying in almost to this narrative that OBJ has to be his number one receiver because yeah, like, he targeted when so push many comes times. to shove, man, he's got the most uh, um, chemistry with Higgins. Yeah. Every time he went to Higgins, Higgins, Higgins got came, hurt. Didn't yeah, he? he came up with the ball, and then you notice that as soon as Higgins got hurt and he didn't come in, and yeah, he, what, he like he was getting replaced by. Um, Ratley. Ratley. Yeah, Ratley. As soon as I saw Ratley trash. in the game, yeah. I knew we were in trouble. Exactly, because it's like you could he couldn't get on the same page as OBJ. And I'm, I'm not going to say it, Jaylen but... Jalen Strong, because Jalen Strong was playing, and it's fucking Antonio Callaway's dumbass fault. Yeah. We would well, have him. Isn't uh, Jalen Strong like a slot receiver, though? It don't matter. I think that's why they didn't keep him, because they have Callaway. Bro, Jarvis Landry mm-hmm. was our number one receiver last year. It doesn't matter if you're a slot receiver one or no, two. No, I believe I agree with you, and I just... I don't know. I think that the, I don't think that the Browns are going to play like they did on Sunday on Monday. But it, I also yeah. think there's a lot of emotion behind this. They were all hyped up by everybody all season long. Like, but like I heard, as much as I hate to fucking admit this, I heard and I agreed with something that the fucking bull said on the bull and the fox. Yeah, that sometimes emotion gets you too fucking pent up and I yeah, fucking forget what he said. You now. freeze up. You yeah. just freeze up when you have that much emotion behind something. You don't, but you're not thinking. Right. I think it was a case of uh, all the veterans we have have never really won. There's not a lot of, like, experienced winners. They're all a yeah. bunch of, like, individual guys, like, kind of hotheads. And when those type of players face some adversity, if Baker fails them and he starts to, like, overreach and play out of his character, then they all will too. 
because Baker is the only person who can keep his composure out there. Yeah. And if he loses his fucking composure, we go as he goes. Yeah. And it was not good. It but, wasn't. And oh you well. could see he was starting to try and force throws, and you're mm-hmm. just like, come on. And that's man. the, like, Dustin Fox said it, and he was like, that's the first time I've seen Baker lose his shit, like, yeah. lose his composure. Because he, he just started reaching and, like, playing outside of himself. The only thing that scares me, though, about next week is, like, the Jets are in a very similar situation. Mm-hmm. Like, they paid big money to Le'Veon Bell. Their defense is completely revamped with all the new free agents. Yeah. And they lost to the Bills after winning or after being up by 14. Mm-hmm. And then they lose, I think it was 19-something. I, I can't remember. 19-17, I think, is yeah. what the final score like, ended up being. Yeah, it was 17-16, I believe. Oh, okay. It was. All right. So, like, yeah. I, I, I knew it was some scoring weird game. scoring game, yeah. But it was one of those things where it – both teams are in very similar situations. This is the this Living is Room the Living Chronicles, Room Chronicles podcast. podcast. So you pr- pr- proposed this in the text message, and you asked, was he a genius, or is he like the biggest idiot of all time? And I personally think he's he a genius. Looks, yeah, he looks like a genius after it all played out. I think he's a genius. Uh, I mean, he, yeah. he has an option to get five more million dollars. Then His over the same is life of fifteen million yeah. potentially this season, and he got a nine million dollars signing bonus. Yeah, yeah. and uh, there's a language in his contract that allows the Patriots to sign him to a second year for more guaranteed money. That would make his contract over two years larger than it was in Oakland. Mm-hmm. So more guaranteed money. Yeah, and the Patriots didn't have to give up a first round draft pick, like it was reported that they offered to Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh didn't want to trade him in conference. Mm-hmm. So not only does New England keep their first round draft pick, they get Antonio Brown. Yeah, and all the while, what happened? Like you, your Patriots are at it again, bro. Exactly. That's it, dude, it's it's nuts. And how is somehow Josh Gordon is reinstated after three years of drug suspensions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he dodged anything that. Yeah, was, he rode the mental illness train because Drew Rosenhaus is smart as hell because yeah. they realize that if you get out in front of a drug story and replace it with mental illness at a time that. Kevin Love is throwing in Players Tribune articles about mm-hmm. mental health and DeMar DeRozan's doing the same shit. Yep. People aren't going to look at you and judge you. They're going to be like, holy shit, there is something going on in his brain. He, he's Maybe yeah, he's he not addicted to drugs. Exactly. So, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Like, that's very oh, ignorant of me. How quickly but he got reinstated on the Patriots rather than if he was with the Browns is ridiculous. It's like walks like a duck, talks like a duck. It's mm-hmm. a duck. Like, if that yeah. was his first time, then I could understand. But it was love, his third time at that point. I love that Jerry Rice is calling him out. And Jerry yeah. Rice is like, this whole thing looks orchestrated. He t- called me and told me that he wanted nothing to do but play with uh play in the bay area like yeah. for the last year and be with Derek Carr, be with the raiders yeah but dude he had a film crew he had a documentary film crew with him celebrating being released so it's a hundred percent planned no questions asked. well well the thing is is it's, right, just yeah, that, it's a little fishy yeah well no, no. it's a hundred percent planned he had a film crew there ready to see it happen we'll see and um i listened to the Lebitard show um on espn and they actually interviewed the filmmaker from that mm-hmm. and his story behind it granted it could be all doctored his story behind it was is he makes hype videos he has one about obj and jarvis if you go on his instagram yeah. he's got a whole bunch of them for every different type of athlete mm-hmm. his theory or his thing was is i'm going to shoot you for the beginning of the season so that video was supposed to be for the beginning of the season and that's when shit hit the fan after the video was complete and yeah. then relations soured then the phone call with john gruden happened 
So he said he he re-edited that video like four times. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, AB was like, that's too positive. No, shit's changed. Like, there's yeah. no turning back at this point. And that's when he, like, made it into, like, this huge, like, cinematography, like, edited I'm the bad man video. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so I think he's, I just think he's a genius. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't believe he was consulting anyone on social media. I think he was literally just putting out what he wanted to put out and didn't care because his ultimate end move was the Patriots no matter what. Because who's the one team that takes every troubled yeah, superstar? I think it's definitely been in the works since he had the first, like, incident. Since he started getting fed up with them, like, after his feet and then after his helmet— when he felt the team didn't have his back, that's when he started to think about, all right, how can I get out of here? Because no, like, but he's he, not out of his mind. He was doing insane people shit, like threatened to, like punch the co- uh, GM in the face and called him a cracker. Like, but he, he, you're trying to get kicked out. Bro. But see, the reason why I also call him a genius is because like that helmet helmet grievance. I follow AB on Instagram, mm-hmm. and he took a picture of his new helmet, and the caption was "most calculated move ever." That why? means. Dude, you have a grievance and you're like, no, no, this is not, I don't like this helmet. I don't like these new helmets. Mm-hmm. So then a helmet company comes to you and is like, we'll design you whatever helmet you want. We'll endorse you. You wear it. Yeah. Here's millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Most calculated move ever. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So like, I mean, dude, this dude is slowly pulling strings behind so the, that's what the I scenes mean. that you like don't he, see. He's calculating to get the fuck out of Oakland. He's and a, I don't blame well, him. But he did, and now he's with the Patriots. Just the they example good last and precedence it set. Raiders? Yeah. Dude, it didn't look bad. the Patriots, they just, someone has to do something. Like how in the NBA they have made it to where tampering is like investigated highly and like Magic Johnson got kicked out for basically doing what Bill Belichick does. Yeah, and it kind of costed Goodell's them Kawhi Leonard made too. made a fool of by the public for investigating the Patriots in the past and really finding nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just mysteriously they find nothing every time. So, I don't know what you someone, want to say. Hey, and that's why El Prez from Barstool. I love El Presidente. He pretends to hate Goodell. It's a, it's a fucking conspiracy. I don't know. He actually's gotten kicked <laughs> no, out of NFL because, events before. No, he hates Goodell because that's all for the brand he, too. No, that's he's banned from any. He gets kicked NFL, out and goes up into a suite. Any NFL? Yeah, because of the Super Bowl last year. No, because of him storming the NFL. Uh, him and like five other guys from Barcelona. That's how they like started to get like big is mm-hmm. because they stormed when Goodell suspended Brady for four games. They all went in there like protesting and they got arrested <laughs> and his mugshot. He literally has like 12 uh-huh. in fucking like uh eye black on his face and they all had Brady jerseys on. Yeah. And they all got, it was all over the news. That, that's how Barstool started gaining yeah. followers and shit. Like it's that. all for the brand. Like they do. So you're telling us shit. that we need to do that. <laughs> you're telling us we, we need to go do some well, extreme. We need to NFL uh, suspends OBJ for We should just watch. be the first That's guys old, to protest. We, yeah. we should just be the first guys to protest outside of Brown Stadium for like something this year. We'll just wear a, an armful of watches when he gets suspended and we'll go to league offices and just wear our watches <laughs> with pride. <laughs> Oh, we man. have the right to tell the time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get the flavor flavor uh, clock around our neck, dude. We'll go, we'll go all out, bro. We'll go all out, dude. So, um, OBJ's watch. Did we talk about that already? Yeah. Okay. So, Richard Milley time. Yeah, dude. That's just I heard it in a in a Post Malone song, which his new album is dope, by the way. Yeah. 
But oh, I, I want to talk to you about that for a second. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, but go on. Finish your thought so we can no, move on. No, I was just going to transition over to that roller coaster video. Oh, well, before we get into that, um, did you see the how disconnected mo- the millennial the millennials are to uh, classic rock music? Because you never Ozzy hear. Osbourne? Yeah. You never hear classic rock music really anymore. Like, yeah, I need you to don't hear about that it. Song. I heard so, awesome. it's a dope song. There's like so many tweets out there from millennials who are like, holy shit, Post Malone did it again. Found an unsigned artist named Ozzy Osbourne. Shut the fuck who up. Who the hell is Ozzy Osbourne? Ozzy, who is this Stop guy? Stop this. I, I promised you, I've seen these screenshots on Facebook. Well, they don't have fucking good pants. And I, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's like joke accounts. I don't but know if dude, it's one of those things. He was a reality TV star when we were yeah. kids. He was. But Sharon. Dude, that was a very first. Before fucking the. Ozzy, the Osborne's TV show. I still knew Ozzy Osborne was the guy who bit a bat's head. Cause yes. your dad. Cause Kev listened to Ozzy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These pe- these people nowadays, they're not listening. That I don't think their parents bad. are like ten years older yeah. than us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, We're getting old, bro. Dude, ten the, years older than us. You mean yeah, ten teenagers, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like when I saw that, I hoped it was a joke account, but at the same time, I mean, I've seen some. I mean, I've seen worse. Yeah, so. I mean, it's a, it doesn't surprise me, but just the fact that, like, people are so openly ignorant, like, just thinking about this podcast doing this shit makes me realize all the time how, like, I need to read more books or, like, be more informed, because I'm like, I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. I could talk to you about mortgages all day long, who the fuck wants to listen to that? <laughs> That's all I got. So, shit. But this roller coaster video, Bibbin, tell us about it, dude. Yeah, so Spencer found this thing. I don't uh log into your computer here, pal. Where does it say this is from? I have no idea. So dude, they're going up on a roller coaster. Th- these guys got to be like in the front cam, front seat or something. No, they're in the back. What? No, there's people behind them. They're in like the back. They're car. in the second car. Yeah. Anyways, so they're going down they go down the first hill, whatever. They're both the both the guys have the hands up. <laughs> then all of a sudden in the shot, a phone comes floating. The one guy just reaches over and just catches it out of midair, dude. And then the whole ride, he's fucking like fist he's pumping, fist pumping in the air, holding it up, shaking it. He like turns around and fucking slaps five with the guy behind him. Like this is the best moment of his life, catching a fucking phone on a roller coaster. Like it, I think like my new award. favorite thing just became Bibbin describing videos. <laughs> yeah. So no more is Bibbin gonna be trying to read. Bibbin is gonna oh, be describing dude. videos for dude, the. You're gonna be giving play by play for videos for the rest of the time. Yeah. And dude. we're gonna send out a link to the video. I'm or something. sorry. Just watching this guy's reaction. Repost this on our Twitter and uh, and send out the link because like, <laughs> it's some stranger's phone and he's reacting like it's. His, like it's his own phone. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's awesome that he caught that. Yeah. So, like, the story behind it is this guy yeah, is, is in. Where's it at? I don't know exactly where it's at. Roll, scroll down, Ralph. Th- see if it's scroll up. There. Scroll up. This guy essentially he um he's riding in like the second to last car, and he said he noticed that this guy was reaching down, but the way that they were strapped in, he the guy couldn't physically reach his phone, and that happened when they were going up the hill. And so he noticed that when he was going down, he said that he just had his hands up because they were coming out from underneath that uh, awning. 
And then all of a sudden he said like the way that we were coming down, the phone was like floating. And he said, I just reached for it and grabbed it. <laughs> he said, never in my life did I think I would ever achieve something like this. And he said the guy was so appreciative. He bought the guy, obviously the video. So that way he could like lit, he could show have people. it and show it. And he put it on Twitter and now it's got hundreds of thousands of views. Dude, and that, it was awesome because everyone's always been on a roller coaster and they've lost something, whether it's a hat a wristwatch. I never lost anything on a roller really? coaster. Really? I mean, I've lost a hat before when I was younger. I don't think I have. Yeah. I mean, I know people that have lost wallets. I mean, cell phones are the worst. GoPros, because people try and be funny. Phones, because they're trying to videotape the entire ride yeah, or stupid shit like that. Yeah, just keep putting it in your pocket or get a locker. So. I mean, now if you go to Cedar Point, like, you got to get a locker. Oh, yeah. Unless you have cargo shorts. Yeah. Or a hotel room up there. Yeah. But even so there, you're saying not even to bring your phone to the park? No, you could bring your phone. I mean, you but... can bring your phone, but like, dude, like you, you need a bag because if you're gonna be drinking water, because all right, when yeah. we went up there, it was like 98 degrees, so uh-huh. there was free water everywhere we went. We didn't need to buy it because they were giving it out because it was so hot. When you go up there and it's only 70 some and it's a great day, bless you in advance. Um. You obviously have to pay for the water everywhere you go, so you need to carry it. And if you're trying to go on a ride, they'll look at you, and even with the regular size water bottle, be like, "You need to put that in a locker." Yeah, like you, they won't even let you put it in the bin. That some of you the, could put some your, of them have bins still, but most if of them, it's like the souvenir cup, yeah, because that you know twenty something dollars. But if it's a bottle of water, mm-hmm. they're like, "No, th- don't know." Yeah, those are for shoes and for personal items only what was life like when you would go and do things like that with no contact like you couldn't reach the outside world at all besides the people around you up until like 2005 simpler times that's crazy yeah i mean it's that's a that's a thought that's a shower thought right there it is i mean it's it real talk it's a blunt thought Uh um it's (laughs) it's one of those things where I mean, I think about it now. I got my first cell phone in seventh grade, uh-huh. like going into seventh grade. Yep. And like 0405. Yeah. I'll never forget. It was a Kyocera slider. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was the what? Uh, sorry. Breaking news. It says uh, from Ben Shapigal. This week's episode on Bibbin tries to read. Sorry, I'm getting this from my friend, but it says uh, Patriots wide receiver Antonio Brown accused of three separate incidents of sexual assault and rape, according to federal lawsuit filed Tuesday. Oh, wow. All that attention backfired, player. That's reckless speculation right now, but yeah. we'll see what comes of this. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk more about that next week. We'll yeah. yeah. Wow. Stay tuned. Breaking news, Bibbin. I first like o- it. First OBJ and now this. All right. Talking about sexual harassment, yeah. let's go to Chrissy Teigen and Donald Trump. Spencer, what oh, do you yeah. got about oh. that? Oh, yeah. So, Breaking news. <laughs> so if anyone pays attention to Twitter, I mean, I don't have a Twitter account, but since we have one for the, the show, I sometimes get updates and whatnot. And um, I laughed really hard when I saw this because of all people to get into a Twitter war with, I just laughed at the thought of Chrissy Teigen getting into one with the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Like it's Donald Trump yeah, who's a celebrity, but it's the president of the United States when push comes to shove. Mm-hmm. And it's funny to me because I, I could care less about Donald Trump. I really don't care about him. Yeah. And I don't know exactly the basis of their argument. but when They pu- just always go back. Yeah. And forth. When push comes to shove, Trump in a long rant, called her a foul, foul-mouthed woman. Mm-hmm. No. He said... <clears throat> Look at you swooping I have in. it right on the... Sorry, I have it, I'm right on his Twitter. He said... Mus- 
He's talking about criminal justice reform, which uh-huh. we don't get political on here. So that's a whole another podcast that you can find elsewhere. We're just talking about what Chrissy Teigen said right now. But Trump Thank you said, for doing that. Uh, musician John Legend, and he tagged him, and his filthy mouth wife. Oh, <laughs> my bad. I said foul mouth. My bad. <laughs> and then he, filthy somehow sounds worse, though. Yeah. And then he also tagged Lester Holt from NBC in it, too. And then Chrissy Teigen clapped back and said, "That pussy ass bitch didn't even t- didn't even tag me and tagged everybody else." She said, "It's an o- an honor, Mister President." <laughs> and then she like tweeted out again and said, "Guys, I don't want pussy ass president or, or Mister Pussy Ass President uh, to trend. Guys, please don't make this trend. I don't want it to trend like sarcastically." Yeah. So of course it started to trend. <laughs> so like, in. I, I laughed at it because I was looking at it more and people um, there's actually like a, 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 a court hearing that said Donald Trump isn't allowed to actually block anyone because uh-huh. it um, it's a violation of your First Amendment rights. <laughs> yeah. So and he, he so and he everybody can just talk shit. Yeah, and he technically has blocked Chrissy Teigen in the past when uh-huh. he when it was like a he wasn't president. Yeah. So like they were reporting that they don't know if he's unblocked her, but legally he has to have had to unblock her. Yeah. When he resumed when he took over the presidency because it's a violation of your rights wow. to not be able to have freedom of speech to him. That's crazy. So I just laughed because could you imagine like of course him up all night he's just. He's reading all of At it. At this point, I'm starting to think he has someone do it for him because this man's 70 years old, and I think they believe that him picking these fights actually makes like the barstool fan want to fucking vote for him even more. Yeah. Um. The like, the tweet was no guys no please do not make this trend for it is my fight with President Pussy Ass Bitch not yours. <laughs> That's so aggressive. Like. Dude, what that if was she's secretly getting fucking paid by Trump. She's hilarious on Twitter. 100% a secret service agent's going to show up at her house. Like Well, if, they did it to Snoop Dogg after he made a video of him at like dressed as a clown and like getting shot in the head or something They like did it that. to Eminem after he dropped that cipher talking about killing the pre- or talking about shooting the president. They they he even rapped about it in his next cipher talking about yeah, the black I, suit showed up. Yeah, I guess you got to fucking I guess you got to that's crazy. Imagine yeah. Secret Service just showing up to our doorstep because we're talking shit on the podcast. Oh, I would just man. be like, bro. Dude, fucking we got uh we got Uncle Sam right next yeah. to us, yeah. bro. Okay, where is America? Different we different get? type of Uncle Sam. Uncle Samuel Adams, you little yeah. bitch. But He's watching you. We should put a top hat on him. Bro, that's that's a good call. This is the this Living is Room the Chronicles, Living Chronicles, Chronicles podcast. podcast. All right. So to finish this week up, um, do we want to talk about the NFL winners that we're gonna pick? Do we want to pick our teams, or do we want to do the pick it out of the hat thing and record that? Um, yeah, let's look up a uh, like a randomizer. Yeah, 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 look up a word randomizer. We'll put all thirty-two teams Fuck, into that thing. Going to sleep. And then as soon as we do that, we'll pick figure out who we ride with for the rest of the season. Okay. And so, who's up first? Bibbin, you get the first pick. I'll go first. All right, you ready? So Bibbin's randomized pick. Oh damn, you got the Houston Texans. That's okay. dope. Bibbs got Houston. All right, Ralphie. Damn, you got the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, boy. Who was Spencer gonna get? Yeah, who, who do you who are you guys playing next week? Who do the Texans have? Who do the Chargers have? Texans play the Jags at home. Oh, who do you have? The Chargers play the Lions yeah. in Detroit. 
And it's a tough game. Last but not least, here, Ralph, you do this one. Click pick one. All right, so it was Houston versus who? Houston plays Jags. Jags. All right. Chargers, Chargers versus the Lions. So what are we doing? Do we pay every time our team loses? Um, No, we're just – this one – so we were going to do the money pool, but this seems more fun. We're just going to see who who has ever team lasts longer and just keep like a season tally or something. It's just five, five bucks a week. It's the same exact premise, Bibbin. It's just instead of picking the three weakest teams every yeah, week, you just get a it's you ride team. with this one no matter what. Yeah. And so if you're you just lose, putting five bucks up on if, your Yeah. Luck. And no matter what, it's five bucks a week. So you don't have to put in $10 if you lose. You oh, know okay, what I mean? Okay, got you. Yeah. Chicago Bass. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Why? That's a good pick. Yeah, okay. With Mitchell Trubisky. Dude, they play uh, their their defense. The Bears. They play in Denver. The Bears. Oh, all right. They got a chance. Denver lost. So, I'm cool with this. And if you guys very been... coincidental that Spencer got like, the team that goes against Denver. Spencer's supposed to win. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, I saw uh, Junior got his tickets to go out to Denver for the Browns uh, Broncos yeah, game. Yeah, that's fucking cool. That's dope. I'd love to do that. Carly when... actually just... I just uh, do Dude, I've taken too many trips already this year. Carly actually just uh, texted me today and she has an opportunity. She might be able to go out to Denver for her work mm-hmm. the week before the Browns play out there. So I'm yeah. like, I'm like, the Browns literally play the Sunday after that. Yeah, so she'd be there for work. You go visit her. You guys hang no, out. No, I mean, like, she game. wants me to go with her, maybe, which would yeah, be fucking extend the stay. awesome. Yeah. But, like I would say, I'd have to take fucking a whole week's vacation. Dude, I'm you telling you right now. for the cruise. Yeah, and oh, I gotta, gotta save, save that, that up for, for the cruise. No, for the fucking, for our fucking uh, <laughs> wedding and honeymoon. We'll see. Ah, fuck a wedding, dude. That was disgusting, Bibbin. <laughs> That burp was cool. Last oh my week, god, dude. Like a listening, yeah, dude, listening to that bog down engine over there, bro. It was gross. <laughs> I was vomiting as I was editing the episode. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was the living room. Um, this was a fun episode. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Remember, we're gonna tweet out something for you to talk shit to Bibbin, vent about the Browns, um, send us a message about something you want us to talk about. Or just uh, say fuck you guys. So and, let uh, us know you're out there, folks. And yo, and if 29 people are out there and want to get in on this NFL pool, yeah, let we'll us pick know. A random team for you on air. First, second, and third in. place, we'll get you some serious money if we do five bucks a week and 32 teams a week. <laughs> like that's some serious bread at the end of the week, at the end of the year. Yep. So let us know. All right, deuce. Later, folks. Peace, bitch. This is the Living Room Chronicles podcast. I was like, I thought this was like a regular skateboard, guys. I used to have Etnies, bro.